Rolling Stone Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Trolling Stone Podcast. Yeah. We did have a frozen image of Richard on the screen, and now yeah. we no longer have that. We've we've reached the pen, the pinnacle of um te- technology consistency. Third time's the charm, folks. Third time's yeah. the charm. I just would like to say that. Just like this says, I'm a daddy's girl. Oh, daddy's dogs, dude. It's so <laughs> lit. I love that. I say that in zero jest because I have yeah. been daddy's dogs uh, twice in a uh, two in a one day period at Nashville in Nashville at Nashville. I'm going to say that. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're we're on Long Island. We are at Nashville. Yeah. We were at the city. <clears throat> Um. Yeah, Daddy's Dogs is pretty good. I just yeah. like hot dogs in general. That was, was one of, one of the first guys, places where I've had a hot dog with onions on it, and that is a what, game dude? changer, dude. Whenever we make hot dogs, we uh grill onions with it and just have hot dogs with onions, and it's oh, you gotta. But like, I'm cool with like raw white onion. Yeah, on dude. It. You know, honestly, Chicago style dogs. Chicago has a lot of terrible food preferences. Mm. A la the deep dish pizza, which is just lasagna. Garbage. Mm, Garbage. I got I have. Uh, if I have an uh, issue with that, if I have six hours of my day to eat it and digest it, then yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> but I don't have that kind of time. I'm an on the go kind of guy. Yeah, you're you're moving and grooving. And to that, um, to that sort of sentiment, uh, I love a Chicago style dog because it incorporates all of the vegetables into the hot dog so you can feel like you had a real complete meal you have your protein you have your carbs and you have your vegetables you're in and out and it's see you later bud yeah i'm looking up now i have a uh a gripe a grievance if you will um uh aptly named with you not liking deep dish pizza you gotta get some good deep dish uh like from like the world famous uh pizza hut because deep dish pizza is good. Like <laughs> deep dish pizza is good, dude. Like yeah, yes, you can probably find yourself uh, eating a you ordering a deep dish pizza from a restaurant and then getting just a bread bowl of sauce and cheese and toppings yeah. and it just being like soup in a circular, uh, you know, cir- a circular piece of bread. But deep dish pizza is good. I'm looking up other Chicago, you know famous Chicago foods. That no one out pizzas the hut, dude. No one does, dude. <laughs> Do you guys remember back in the day when you'd go to the pizza hut and they had the salad bar? They still do. I guarantee do they, they really. I thought they took the salad bar away because of COVID. Pizza? Uh, no. If if there was if there was an establishment to, to maintain to sustain the salad bar throughout the pandemic, it was probably Pizza Hut. Um. Yeah, I Pizza Hut is a, a, is a restaurant. It's one of those restaurants that's still stuck in 1994. Like it just it is. And like there's no if, getting out of it. If you have ever, uh, if a Pizza Hut has ever closed down and somewhere else takes it over. 
the building never changes. You can drive around like the Midwest and the South and be like, that was a Pizza Hut. That that McDonald's used to be a Pizza no, Hut. Mel- Melrose, Massachusetts has that. It was a <laughs> it was a Pizza Hut at the end of downtown. It wasn't like classic Pizza Hut with the roof and everything, but they did just refuse to change that inside. They have now. I believe the yeah. last time I went down to Melrose, it was uh another taco place i think a taco place that also served soft served ice cream so they had a real identity crisis going on (laughs) in like affluent downtown melrose like right next to like the jeweler yeah was was get a a a a burrito taco and uh a twist with jimmy cone and then 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 go next door for your jewel pods and a twist with jimmy's yeah (laughs) sorry Richard raised his eyes because I said the word. Um, Richard, how are you? I'm yeah. I'm good. I do have a it, this this Chicago pizza thing reminded me of a very a very funny story for me at least. Can you can you give us uh can you be the tiebreaker here? What is deep dish good? Yay nay? No, it's bad. It's ah, bad. Fucking... It's all bad. <laughs> um, but going to um a soccer game high school we're driving through revere we drive by the unos i don't know if it's still there but you don't you know near the taco bell you know what i'm talking about in revere like on the way to logan there's an unos there there. still there so we're driving by it and connor reeves like dead serious goes you guys know that's the last unos in america (laughs) i've never seen to this day somebody get clowned on by more people to include matt chickering in the entire world like dude Matt, like we're, Matt we're, Chickering might have turned around and told him he was a fucking idiot like a- dude we are going to pass another unos before we <laughs> even hit logan like we are going to pass another that is that is more successful than the one that we ju- you just claimed was the last one um i'm looking at this it's the 21 most famous chicago uh dishes and signature Chicago dishes. Number one is deep dish. Number two is a Chicago Italian beef. And it, yes. I don't even know what I'm looking at. It just looks yeah, like meat and bread and like celery. It's like, so like they, it's like a, it's the best way to describe it. It's almost like the I think Midwest I just did. Version. It's meat and bread and celery. Yeah. But they like, it, they like, you dip it in the meat sauce and the meat yeah. juices. Season and slow, use like slow roast in like a, a crock pot the like a beef shoulder or whatever for like yeah a whole day and then it's just like this absolute it's like almost like a brisket sandwich but it's like the midwest version of it number three is basic fried chicken dinner at harold's chicken shack the description reads harold's chicken shack is is a is such a chicago staple it's been referenced in hip-hop hits by legendary rappers like lupe fiasco (laughs) common and, and kanye west I would uh I would leave Lupe Fiasco off that list, but hey, Lupe's number, a legend, dude. Number four is donuts, and number five, finally, we get to the Chicago dog. So uh wait, they get credit for all donuts? It's it it says buttermilk old fashioned Chicago donuts oh, at okay. Joe Wright donut. Different, different. It, it, and there's like some things I don't even know what I'm looking at here. It's I like how it, Minis, like Minneapolis, gets credit for this what's called the Blue Sea Burger, 
it's just a cheeseburger that's stuffed with cheese. And for whatever reason, everyone's like that Minneapolis had to have done it first, guys. Yeah. Those are Bubba burgers. I can get yeah. them market basket right now. <laughs> the, the pinnacle of innovation is yeah. two very thin patties smushed together Smush, with cheese yeah. in the middle. <laughs> pressed, pressed together by, you know, yeah, your uncle. They were crimped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's empanadas. I saw edible balloons on this list and I was like, what? Yeah. The number 15 now, that edible balloon. is how you get drugs into a concert edible balloon dessert at alinea's though chicago is a city that prides itself on tradition it's also said that pushes the boundaries of what is possible that is right i've always said chicago pushes the boundaries mm-hmm. of midwest mm-hmm. luxury innovation um, yeah <laughs> get your phones ready this one's dessert that you approve it doesn't even say what it is it's green apple taffy cool dude Blame green apple taffy can suck mine. Um, so I just a quick recap of my day so far. We went and got uh sandwiches from this mm-hmm. place I've wanted to try for so long. They yeah. were the one I got was a Korean fried chicken sandwich with like kimchi and yeah, uh, gochujang, and uh, I think they also had like it was like kimchi cucumbers, I think was the actual thing. It had like a lovely sauce on it and uh, the producer got, it was some kind of thing that was like uh, pulled pork with like tater tots and jalapenos and some other shit. And then we went to the mall. Now there's a couple malls you can go to in Nashville, Tennessee. One of them is Opry Mills and it is the outlet mall. And if I were to summarize the Opry Mills outlet mall Mm. just outside of nashville tennessee it would be that as we were leaving we looked at each other and we said we could walk out of this place and a nuclear bomb could wipe out this entire facility and society would not change even a little bit and it would in fact maybe improve slightly by not having this mall it is i mean especially on a sunday afternoon like we're talking like wait times for tgi fridays and chilies like people are just waiting in line to get terrible food and uh, just favorite. like the trashiest of the trashy. I saw a woman. Chili's is a good place. I I saw a woman holding a cat that was on a leash in, <laughs> in a mall. In a mall. Yeah, that was her therapy. Pussy. More specifically um, in the food court. <laughs> get that cat out of here, dude. Get that lamb out of here. Um. Yeah, there's like I just was just speaking about uh, Pizza Hut that hasn't changed. Since then. There are uh, some of my favorite places are places that um, like they're just they're not like they're out of place, but there's just totally no need for them whatsoever. And yet they continue to operate like I yeah, they don't serve like a purpose. Well, like how how George and Gil. Uh, oh, hello. Makes the makes the. The, the joke but like how can a travel agency still be a thing <laughs> like there's one i'm not joking there's one in methuen heading into into haverhill it's right near the heavenly donuts and it is marketed on the outside of the small building that is like probably subletted on the second floor as a travel agency and there's like signs of like visit hawaii and california and it's like who is going in, the lights are on. There, are, there is a car parked there, and I see someone walking around. How are you, they able to continue this business running? Like, how can people still be paid to to enter that building? 
and like uh, like people are aware that google exists so yeah. like it's not like like i can see like what's that fucking one that um does like the school trips for abroad you know like when when the french class went to france or like when the spanish class went to spain they like did it through a company that like organizes the trips like i can that makes sense to me if you like are like hey i want to like just pay you a little bit extra to like figure out my itinerary and set yeah, to, all the shit up yeah so like because buy, it's in another so like, help me buy the country t- yeah help and, me like, buy the tickets and then like find the historical well that's i think this i think the city like you can tourists can come to boston and there's like a, an area in boston yeah. where you like you just go and they like they tell you all the spots to hit like you know yeah. the dunk the dunks like on a- main street the dunks by <laughs> the td garden the dunks by the general hospital like the dunks at across the street from government center and then the dunks that's a block down from yeah. that dunks and then the dunks that's also in government center and yeah. then the, also the, the that dunks, t-stop is really nice the dunks um on your way into faneuil hall and the dunks in faneuil hall yep yep you just hit them all and i got a map <laughs> for you and everything um so it's like that's i'm assuming someone works with that or like if anything the company the middleman just calls up that like tourist attraction yeah area it's like the department like of tourism like every yeah. state has like a i forget exactly what it's called but it's literally like a tourism board yeah i don't know there's just so much this the world would spin a lot quicker and we would be a better society if we just like trim the fat, obviously. Like mm-hmm. I, I have always made the joke. The office said it where it's like, I think it's Phyllis's wedding and Jim and Dwight are walking into the chapel together. And there's like so many people, there's like a sea of people at Phyllis's wedding. And Dwight goes, there's too many people here. We need a new plague. I thought we just went through it. And yet, there's still travel agencies like I like think we didn't trim enough fat. Yeah, I think Corona we need round have two. killed more people is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and additionally, I'm potentially saying that Corona killed the wrong people and that yeah. it needed to be a little bit more specific in particular and maybe do something like a background check on some of these people and really kind yeah. of figure out whether or not they were necessary for society. Yeah. We've said this before, but like the if if Corona just uh, went through all of our tweets and found all the problematic ones or the ones where we're standing on a certain side, that's who Corona should be taking out. Exactly. It, like maybe we wouldn't need to reform gun laws if Corona had done its fucking job. Exactly. Kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um. So I have an update on. Um. I got new AirPods, everyone. Um. Yeah. So. No longer do I have to use my chargeable Xbox headset to... Oh, wait. Um, Can I actually interrupt? I was going to say that Versi works next to a a gold place where you buy and sell gold. Yeah. Talk about an absolute money laundering scheme like along with like travel agencies. Like, yeah, how does that just operate? Always poor people like trying to dump their gold and like their yeah. family relics. But this... <laughs> They like heirlooms. Yeah. They like looked up the website and it's like one of the services they offer is that like they will send two people to your house and they do it specifically for women. And you can have a party of like 15 to 20 women and they will, these two guys will show up and buy your gold. And I'm like, this is not a real business. That's what like are we that, talking about here. That's like my neighbor, my neighbor uh, back in Georgetown. Um, 
when my mom was still around, she would like constant, like every, like twice a year would invite my mom to the house. It was like, we could see the house from our house. It was like, they're neighbors. And um, <laughs> thank you for man's yeah. If you didn't know what a neighbor <laughs> is, it's someone that lives near you and you can like see their house and you see them all the time. Um, thank you, Richard. Uh, she would always invite my mom over and it was like a jewelry party and like they would come in and they, and she would like try to sell them cheap jewelry, a, a up, uh, an, a, an upscaled uh, an uppriced cheap jewelry to them. So she was probably getting this jewelry for, I don't know, probably by the pound. Like it was like $5 by the pound of jewelry. And then she was selling pieces of jewelry, skyrocketed prices. Um, it was definitely a, pyramid scheme that she was like, i was gonna to say pull. that was multi-level marketing right yeah there. exactly <laughs> no it's a funnel system actually where all the people at the top and it funnels down just all the money just goes to one person at the very end you flip it upside down it's a pyramid but like i like that like <laughs> that idea like we have come so far in society of i i wa- what was i watching recently it was like some sort of like mob thing and the guy's original job was he was going to door to doors, like selling like a sewing machine. No, it was, I was watching Mindhunter. Um, and there's like the guy who goes door to door and tries to sell like the typewriters or something like encyclopedias or whatever. That was the borderline home invasion sometimes when like that would happen. But then like we started allowing the people in when they were like selling Tupperware, like in that that episode, that uh, episode, when Napoleon Dynamite, they did that where like these like he's like crushing Tupperware in his truck. And everything but now it, it's devolved into this jewelry party where you like it's a truly a pyramid scheme i yeah. think the art of door-to-door salesman has just gone right out the window where goji berries um being sold with um amongst the uh the housewives in the neighborhood is is now what door-to-door salesman is it's like uh that company whatever company uh that like sells knives and you go door-to-door selling knives like that's not a yeah. real company go <laughs> What? Cutco is the name of that company. Cutco, yes. My Cut- cousin worked for them. My cousin worked for them, and my other I believe, cousin. I believe Smell worked for them. Oh boy. My, my cousin was like, "It's uh, we were at Thanksgiving dinner, and my cousin that worked for them was like, yeah, I work for Cutco, whatever, whatever.'" And my other cousin, who goes to Dartmouth, was like, "That's a pyramid scheme." Yeah. <laughs> um, and my they got into an argument, and then fucking my uncle do you do you know barry at all any either of yeah. you met barry i haven't like, met barry but i know of barry he just it was his son that was like working for Cutco, and he was like derek it's a pyramid scheme it's okay making some money it's oh pyramid. i would have loved for him to be like you shut the fuck up my son is a hard worker no 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 he was like no no that's a pyramid scheme that is a loyal he's a loyal employee for a for a humble company it's definitely not trying to swindle money out of people it's the the people that are cu- still coming and knocking on your door are pyramid scheme people and the Mormons, which truly that religion is not far off from a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it basically is. Yeah. Just has like a couple tweaks to it. To exactly. Make it. Yeah. And they, also they're like tax exempt because they're a church, which I think is yeah. a big I think if pyramid schemes started setting up as churches, I think they find a lot more success. What was the guy's name, Richard, that went out west and invented Mormonism? Adam Smith. Yeah. Is it Adam Smith. Yeah. It's Adam Smith. I thought it was like Joseph Smith or something th- like that. Yeah, no, it is Joseph Smith. I think Joseph Smith. Um, Adam Smith was the uh, the other guy. I think you're thinking of Adam West. 
he once played Batman on stage and screen. Um, I think you're thinking of Jerry West. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Joseph Smith. Smith. Um, He was assassinated in Illinois all the way back around to Chicago deep dish pizza. Um, Circle. I also like a lot of people getting killed in Illinois. You wouldn't think of it, but when when I hear that, like he actually made it cool for for then um, Al Capone to be murdered. When I hear like it's like a gold party and like two dudes come to like a house, like a, a you know, like some older a married mid, lady's house, a Midwest housewife. It's a ranch style. They have a like yep. a very nice like, lawn because the husband hates being in the house. So he has to yes. mow the lawn every other day. Yes. And like there's 15 to 20 other lonely housewives there. Mm-hmm. Like this is the setup to a like a porn. S- yeah, <laughs> they're just gonna go and they're gonna take care of all these housewives. I think of gold and they're parties. They're gonna like have yeah. some like little gold exchange, and one of a couple of them are the guys are probably gonna wear like the bear costumes. No, I see. I'm thinking a gold party is it's two it's two uh you know uh la, in shape fit Latina men, and then they come <laughs> in in business suits and it's their tearaways and they're wearing gold uh banana hammocks and then they're swinging it all around and they're like uh like a golden shower situation used to start there's there's uh there's Just all the themes re- of gold there's already plastic lined uh yeah furniture just because yep. it's the midwest and they don't yep. want to ruin it and anything that's just how they do it and there's just a golden shower and they're just pissing everywhere. next level though the housewives actually rent an airbnb yeah because then it's in just, Nashville. there's no rules yeah and duncan is is wearing the gold banana hammock pissing everywhere Duncan, question for you. What's up, Dick? Is the producer a country music fan? Producer. I have have breaking news. Producer. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. Richard is now, he's going to announce it live on the pod. He is now a recording artist for country. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> what is the news? She's not. She will she see might, like someone is. She might need to sit down for this, Duncan. Toby Keith has stomach cancer. Wow, I gotta tell Sarah that. Hey, are you deaf? Oh shit. Um wait. We would like to know if you're a country music fan. Dicky. Sorry for your loss. What? Uh, Toby Keith has stomach. He doesn't really like Toby Keith. Is is Toby the producer Keith... used to have all his CDs? Are you broken up well, about this? Damn, ask her. Well, you should ask her to sit down before you told her that shit. Then. That she also said that she had all of her all of his CDs before she was allowed to have her own political opinions. Wow. Well, shit. He's... <laughs> But he won't be any. He won't be in any uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwiches anytime soon. I tell you what. <laughs> she says that George Strait. Yeah, everybody is the knows goat. George Strait is the goat. Uh, I'm a Willie Nelson fan. Thank you for your time. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Did you enjoy CMA Fest this weekend? I love how it took me 45 minutes to drive three miles home. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to CMA Fest. What a fucking waste of time. God bless America, specifically the middle part of America.
<laughs> Wait, Was Toby do you guys, Keith there? Do you guys want to discuss the speaking? Is of Toby Keith and what? Just continue. I was gonna say, is Toby Keith and Keith Urban are they related? Different people. Way? Same, same. I think they're the same person. Same, same. And the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls, because like the, you know, they all look the same to me. I think they're all they all have the name Keith. I don't think the Goo Goo Dolls guy does. Um, do you want to continue your AirPod story that I interrupted? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want so, to discuss that no. map of the things that I sent the other day? Oh, uh, I, I'll I'll go quick on my AirPod story. So I I uh, ordered AirPods at the beginning of the week. They um I Amazon Prime membership, not to brag, got them real quick to the house on Thursday. Great quality. I love getting new Apple products because they run so much faster and smoother than the current Apple products that I have that I just absolutely mangle. Um, this morning, Sarah and I, um, she signed me up for like her company, um, like branch doing um, a Boston Children's Hospital walk around the Boston, not even the Boston Commons, like this round Sturrow Drive. I walked two miles today. I'm exhausted. Um, but I got up early and I was trying to find like one of my watches and I dug was digging underneath my bed. Um, and do you recall that I told you that I've been missing mm-hmm. one of the AirPods? Found it found it it was actually had fallen into a beanie like one of the fold the fold of the beanie i believe mm-hmm. and i picked up the beanie and threw it and the airpod came like flying out i'm like looking at it and i'm like <laughs> so i'm looking at it and i go well this is great uh, <laughs> but now uh i have also lost the case in the other airpod yeah. So, so you solved one of the problems. Yeah. But... I've truly like it's like a math problem. It's like uh Dummy Jackson um has has three parts uh, of <laughs> uh, rather has two of three parts of a complete AirPod uh situation. He then buys a three out of three set brand new airpod for $120. He then loses the two parts, but yet finds the one missing part. And now how many airpods does Jackson have? And the answer is three is four and out of three. I don't know. That have- is the answer. I will say though, it it is nice because potentially if you lose another airpod, I think you can just pop that airpod in and, and it like automatically sinks. Yeah. So you should be good. You now have yeah. a backup AirPod. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. It's the other AirPod case. I know. I know where it is. It's at Sarah's parents <clears> place <throat> or whatever. And I was just there today and I forgot to get it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. Like that AirPod, that one that I just found in my beanie, that had been missing for like the three months that I told you about, like where I was going solo dolo, left ear only. Yeah, this is the kind of situation where I'm like, in terms of like, if you were thinking about if you had to rent AirPods, like I was like, I spent, I got the, my original AirPods as a gift and then mm. I got three solid years out of them. So if you break that down by cost, like it's not yeah. a bad deal. Yeah. You, you won. So, so hopefully if I can get three solid years out of these, it's worth yeah. like 160 bucks or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. 
Money's not real, though. Would, so. if, if a rapture was about to happen, God probably wouldn't take you because he wanted you to remain on Earth because you're so pious. Yeah, pious, pious, and God loves yeah. pious. Yeah. Retaining AirPods without losing them for three years would, would, uh, would deem you pious enough to be in God's light. I think I'm going to just get... I'm just going to not... I'm going to continue to be agnostic and just not care about religion, but yet use religious proverbs all the time. Yes. It, or make up my own, like I just did. <laughs> I am pro you making up your own. Yeah. Where, like, you know, yeah, you uh, you you cut me off uh, in traffic, and God always says the sinners are the ones that cut you off in traffic. Uh, I hate traffic. Ah, yes. Hold on. I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be right back. Talk. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we found this the other day. Um, it's basically like a propositional. Uh, it's the Hunger Games map. Is this the actual Hunger Games map? Yeah, it's the Hunger Games map. Okay. I don't know what the C stands for, but. Oh, no, the C's capital. That's what it is. The C's the capital district. Yeah. <clears throat> See how it's C all the way out west? capital and then you have I district one see through. the sea then you hey, have districts do you know, do you know what a pirate's favorite letter is r no it's the c mate uh, i would have said r that's the fucking joke richard <laughs> okay. um anyways so in this equation we have lost florida thank god uh, I know we had a whole discussion about potentially losing Florida. We've lost most of Texas. In fact, almost Being all part of, of Mexico. Yeah, somehow. I think just because of the mountain range. Um, and then um, we lost most of Nevada, all of California, all of New Mexico, uh, most of Oregon and Washington. And then pretty much all the east coast is just like underwater and then they had a chance to repartition the united states and they still went with weird shapes yeah they still were like let's just make it completely arbitrary so like, why why most in the of world, new england is gone why in the world did we, they make utah and nevada the capital I think the, why the, the, the thinking is is that the people moving in from Los Angeles are going to be the elites in this situation. I think it was something to do with um, I don't know how accurate this map is, but I thought the capital city in the Hunger Games ended up being like Denver or some shit. Yeah, and they like were easily defensible. It was some shit like that. Wasn't what was the one? Denver is that... in District Five though. Cat. Uh, catnips is from 12 or 13. 12. And she was in the poor one. So they're, they're district they're 13. Making... Like, I'm pretty sure district 13, like, doesn't exist because they're the rebels that don't make an appearance until like the second book or the third book or some shit. I didn't read it. But so, yeah, they're making like <laughs> Appalachia. That's, I, I agree with this. If 12 is where cat, catnips is from and it's like the poor district. Yeah perfect to make it the Appalachia like the country bumpkins yeah 100% <clears throat> uh, and then 13 also adds up that they would be the people that are like no we're living in the mountains yeah 
or no, it's just like upstate New York. Like, fuck you. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're fuck not you. participating we're, in this. <laughs> you want us to fight? No, we got the Bills to watch. <laughs> the Bills play on Saturday night this week. Just as long as we can have our chicken wings. You yeah. can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, so uh, for those who aren't familiar, District 7 is like uh, Idaho, Montana, the Dakota, and then like North Dakota. Bit, yeah. And then uh, district, the capital is like part of Nevada, part of Idaho, part of, part of you, a little you. sliver of Oregon, and then Utah. Utah. And then district one is also like Utah, the bottom part of Colorado. This is really just testing my geography skills. And then is that, is that Nebraska below Colorado? Wyoming. Below? Wyoming. No. Colorado. Wyoming is below Colorado. Those are the, Wyoming is above. So that's Colorado is the bottom square. Wyoming is the top square. Okay. Tracking. <clears throat> that's right. Because uh, Col- uh, Wyoming and Idaho is where you can murder <coughs> someone legally and get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly not going to explain this no. map. I, no. I started doing it and then I realized how futile this is. So but the question right the, is right off the bat, can we say uh, uh, you've I know you've probably explained explained it when you put it up on and uh, when I went to go I get a drink. Really. Oh, Massachusetts is completely oh, underwater. No, I did explain that. I yeah. did explain what uh, was underwater. So I'm going to um just let everyone know um I'm not surviving <laughs> when this happens. Completely fine with that. Absolutely com- fine. With yes. That. Like I'm not going to struggle my way to get out west to get into complicit yeah i'm just i'm going i i like a captain i'm going down with going, the ship going peacefully um yeah exactly but for the purposes of this discussion two out of the three places that we live are underwater mm-hmm. one of them is still standing yeah i see richard where, getting out R- where I are see- we going as a group if we have to pick one of these regions like yeah, we're like they're like reorganized where you live to find. And let's also think like potentially, uh, either we are going to have to send representatives from our area, or we are going to have to defend this area as like a sovereign area. Seven where or thirteen. Seven or thirteen. I would say four or three. Surrounded. I see where seven and thirteen is coming from. Richard's military mind is there's no is way in about hell. mountains, mountains and yeah. uh, borders, mountains yeah, and borders. borders. But there's no way in hell that I'm. We're going to five, nine, two, ten, or six. Like we're not going to those middle ones. Like no, no. Three's too hot. I do think twelve isn't a terrible option. Hmm. Well, it's not a terrible option, no. If if we're I mean, going by, there's really by... no situation where you have no like less than two borders, right? Yeah. Seven, yeah. you have more borders to protect. Yeah. You yeah, have but one, it's all two, in the three, southern. Four, five, five. <clears throat> it's all in the southern region, and and if you go by just like the weather, the only time that you could get quote unquote attacked would really be sometime in the spring summer time frame. Yeah, six. Otherwise, they're fucked. Six wouldn't be so snowy. Terrible. No, six. You're surrounded. If we're going by 
I know, but if we're going by Hunger Games logic, where 13 is like a rebel state, and they're probably just doing their own things, not wanting to capture, do other things, and 12 being poor as shit, if you were like in Ohio in six, you'd be you'd be fine. You could do your thing. The other thing that we haven't really addressed here is that Canada is just quote unquote wild. So yeah. theoretically, by going to 13, you do have access to sneaky attack eight and seven. As well as six. That's yeah. a long way from 13 to seven, though. Again, yeah, going by I Hunger mean, Games logic, seven and eight and six have a lot of resources. The higher the number, the more wealthy you are. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> Lower the number. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you know what I meant. I meant to say the higher the number, the, the more wealthy you are. That's exactly what you said. The lower the number, the wealthier. Okay. <laughs> like if we're Classic. ranking them, they're high on the rank because they're like the first number. Classic. Uh, Jackson has put his foot in his mouth once this episode. Mm. Uh, and we were just all tasked with trying to figure out what he was trying to say. Um, yeah. I'm partial to seven. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I do like the mountain area. You can like basically make it like uh, Afghanistan out there and just like live up in the mountains. And but you get the 13, planes. We also have lakes. Eh. Yeah. I would say eight. You're you're dealing with some harsh winters. And if like this yeah, is like some sort of be brutal, dude. And if this is some sort of like like a uh actually, if it's some sort of like uh global warming type of deal where everything is flooded because of probably global warming, the like eight probably isn't as cold as it currently is now. No, like the winters may be pretty mild up in Minnesota if we're going through a global warming thing. No, winters in Minnesota in in this situation go from being like uh, hell hellscapes to being like Massachusetts winters. Yeah. So still those ninnies down here in the fucking anything lower than like the line that's like five, nine to six. Anything lower than that, those pansies are not going to be able to attack us. Yeah, no. <clears throat> so I, I do think seven is probably our best bet. Yeah. I think we're relocating to uh, Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. And we're close to the capital. We can, like, you know, you know start rubbing, sh- rubbing elbows with, um, you know, the, the, the people that control us. Uh, negative. Yeah. I'm running a guerrilla warfare warfare. Out of well, those that's mountains, what that's what you, the capital region. That's what you can do. I've been watching a lot of Peaky Blinders. If you want to transition, we watch a lot of Peaky Blinders. You want to take out. You want to get what you want in this world. You got to rub shoulders and you got to play the. You got to play two sides of the same coin. Here, we're not Tell only that I, to the Taliban. While, while not only am I bootlegging opium and selling it uh, globally, um, I'm also a politician that is running for the socialist uh, party. I absolutely, Richard, have you watched the new season? No, I'm saving it. Oh, the it's maybe turning into one of my favorite times in history is the interwar period. Yeah, inter interwar period, but of Europe where they're, they're slowly it's 1934 in the show and they're slowly like they're talking about this, the the stock market crash. But in Europe, and it ha- it doesn't really touch Europe all that much. Like the Great Depression is like pretty bad and it's like affecting business. But it's like the people in Europe are still like, 
living happily, basically. It is like the rise of fascism and socialism in Europe is awesome. Like the politic the like the politicization of it all. Not awesome. It's awesome. It's entertaining to see <laughs> unfold in a fictitious scenario. Oh, oh man, that was funny. That was funny. I think the rise of socialism is not that bad. What about national socialism? How do you feel about that? National socialism now. Do you guys want to rent a U-Haul and go to some pride parades? Wait, hold on. Did you hear what he just... Did you hear what he said? Uh, He's pro-socialism? No, he went... Seeing the rise of fascism and socialism in Europe is amazing or something. (laughs) (laughs) I take it. I took it back, and then I changed it to very entertaining. Yes. If this were a reality television show, I would be pro Europe falling yeah. to. Spanish. I just want to see it. Though I just want to see drama. I just want to see you know uh, uh, the people get loud and start yelling at each other. Like, can you imagine how entertaining Hitler would have been if yeah. social media was around, dude? <laughs> there is a scene. Where disavow off tweets, disavow anything coming out of the, these there two is, right now. There is a scene absolutely the new, disavow. There is a scene in the new se- uh, season, Dickie, where it's a throwaway line. Basically, it's like, but it's like an American is writing letters back and forth between like European, uh, like intelligence and whatever it is, and uh, Thomas Shelby gets it. And he starts like showing the letter around and be like, it seems like uh, our friend, our American friend is like minded with a couple of uh, fascists here in Europe. And he goes, oh, how can you tell? And he goes, he's got some interesting words to say about the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, ah, yes. (laughs) But he says it in his like absolute like Thomas Shelby, like cool as shit way. So he has some interesting words to say about the Jews. And then immediately goes and talks with Alfie Solomon, which is Tom Hardy. I know we've generally talked about this, but like I wa- I saw a video the other day of a guy who was like, he was like weirdly like walking down the street in some like suburban area. And he was just like ranting and raving about the Jews. And I was like, what a like, what a it's lost a- call. Why? Why? Why do you care? Not to get like heavy and again put my foot in in my mouth or anything but it's like so the just pe- don't do it just mm. don't do it <laughs> i've already dug the hole my friend um the people who discriminate against jewish people to this day like in 2022 they're like a different type of racist than just <clears throat> like the don't like minorities people that's like love of the game racism that that's like there's like like they've they've studied up on like economics and uh, economic his- history and like b- almost biblical sense as well. So like when you hear people ranting and raving about the Jews, it's like they've done research because Jewish people, for the most part, they're white. Like, yeah. And so it's like you are. You are doing homework to figure out why you don't like them. Yeah. It's kind of like those people are the same people that were like discriminating, discriminating against like Irish people in New York. 
Yeah, during like you know, like the eighteen freaking forties and shit. Yeah, like yeah, pre-Civil like War. before. Yeah, like we, the car- we my some of my favorite political there was a cartoons. Whole other issue. Some of my favorite political cartoons because they're just so outrageously stupid. Is any cartoon depicting the Irish people as like primates, just knuckle dragging, hairy, hairy knuckled, like drunks? My favorite. It's accurate. It's accurate. Oh, it totally is accurate. I drag my knuckles on the ground. I drink too much. I push down all of that Catholic hate. Yeah. Catholic Richard just me. sent us a video of two dads fighting by a pool, and it is, I mean, electric content. Just a couple of heavyweights having it out. They're just figuring it out. Got some differences they need to settle. <coughs> They're just, it almost looks like like a background, oh, like a wow. back, a backyard type fight. One of this, this one of these guys is old. He's he's white haired. Did two heavyweights, dude. He, he does might use touch of gray. The the immovable force versus the uh, impenetrable wall, or whatever the. Fuck I like that. Say. There's one guy that's basically the ref. He's like yeah. he's see refing it, and he's like. They All appear right, to separate, be in an apartment separate. complex. <laughs> the gray, the guy in gray, just he keeps ducking it. Oh no, he's on the ground now. Oh boy. <laughs> Game over. He went Game. Oh, they went, sure. They're both on the ground now. <laughs> I think one of them had the other one in an arm bar for like a split second. And uh, he wriggled out of that real quick. I don't have the volume on. Can let's let's play Mad Libs. Let's try to <laughs> let's try to uh, insinuate what they're fighting about. I see alcohol is on the ground. There's a oh, wow. Go to the beginning. Go to the first 10 seconds and just see what bottle of alcohol is is centimeters away from the edge of the pool. Oh, is it fireball? It's just yeah, a, it's just a handle yeah. of fireball. There yep. you go. We figured it out. We figured out why <laughs> they're fighting fireball. <laughs> we figured it out, guys. <clears throat> I also love how there's just continued play. There's just in the background as well. All the children second, are just like the 11 second mark. Gray shorts just eats a punch right to the fucking face. <laughs> oh yeah, and I like how they kind of are matching with the with the swim trunks. They're kind of like you know, like they planned it. That's a TJ Maxx special <laughs> from the wives. Yeah. Oh yeah, both of their wives. They're they're they don't know each other. Neither of these people, the wives, they don't know each other. Yet they both went to the same TJ Maxx on the same day and bought those shorts. Yeah, like they bumped also, into like oh you getting this for your husband. That punch that the guy eats does not seem to do any damage at all. No. That's the magic fireball, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Impeccable takedown form. Impeccable takedown form. <laughs> he wraps up the leg and says, we're done here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep seeing, if you go down in the, the, uh, like the mentions, there's a couple pictures of Coach O. It's just like, yes. <laughs> Uh, so this is, these said, are two guys that are going to be feeling it tomorrow morning oh yeah and, tomorrow. Just, and you know what it's all going to be the alcohol like it's just like wow i got a crazy hangover not that i just got into like a, a super heavyweight fight um somebody said just a little dust up hmm. boys yeah, be just boys. A little dust up just a little dust up at the pool yeah, just like January 6th, just a little just up. Just oh nothing boy. big. Just Christ. a little dust up. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Um, Jack Del Rio just eating a hundred thousand dollar fine for that one. Wait, what? I didn't see that. Uh, somebody asked him about January 6th and he was like, again, we are talking about, I think the Washington commanders, uh, like offensive coach, like offensive coordinator. He's not even the head coach. And they were like, what are your thoughts on the January 6th hearings? And he was like, just makes me think like, you know, why aren't we investigating the riots at the black lives matter things? And like, why are we investigating this? Like, this is just, it was just a little dust up. at A little dust up. A little dust up at the, a little bit of sedition. Just a little sedition. Just like minor treason. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Just a little Mm. dust up. (laughs) And so the commanders find him a hundred grand. Oh, not even the commanders, the head coach. Yeah. The head coach levied that fine. Yeah. Said, see you later, bud. I mean, but like, also like, how are you supposed to coach African-American men when you're like, sold dust up at the Capitol. We should be looking uh, at the BLM protests. Like you guys have been mentioning before, it's called racism. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of that the, going around, huh? It's the dumb, uninformed racism. Remember Whereas when I said there needs to be a new play? Jewish racism is the researched, you know, you have you cite your sources. Mm. MLA Chicago style format, just to just to bring it full circle back to chicago chicago, chicago format is actually uh it, it, it needs to be uh complemented by some raw white onions and a pickle <laughs> in a sesame bun i always did chicago style format for my papers if i was allowed to because it wastes so much space dude i don't like here's here's something folks little, you write little, seven little page chillings. paper and it all of a sudden once you do the formatting it's 10 all of the young people listening to our podcast. So no one um, you, after college, you never got to cite anything again, ever. I don't have to do it. And yet, actually, I probably use it the most because I just have to tell my my students to cite. They yeah. don't do it. Do you? And then I go so, double check. So um, do I do you, what? what? Do you ever what do you, double check their sources? No. <laughs> well, like I said, they don't cite. They, I tell, I, I've taught them. Hey, I do the whole thing. Here's how how you go and research. Uh, here's how to find like a credible source. Uh, you got to look at the author and see if he has a bias. As soon as you get that source, you need to put it in this format. It needs to be with this. You do the insect in text citation, and then when I have them write their five paragraph essay and cite that, they don't do it. Ever. Five paragraph essay, man. Do you, you, what is happening right now? Them's are the days. I was just um, bothering Ziggy. Dicky, uh, uh, within a year of AP, A push, how many five paragraph essays did we write? Towards the remember. end, towards the end of the year when we what were. What was the picking- name? What did he call that? It was called something else. It wasn't called just a five paragraph essay. A DBQ, a DBQ, a yeah. document-based question. question. But it was we would have to answer the DBQ. We would have to write a five-paragraph essay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that towards was the end of that year. Shit, let me tell you, I don't remember the end of the year. My entire yeah, I remember Mackenzie Snyder farting and um... <laughs> oh, whoa, government names on that one. <laughs> she did it. She, I mean, I, allegedly, I remember... allegedly. I remember that. 
clear as day because oh, i had yeah. that was when we had to like move seats to take tests because that's yeah. how important these fake yeah. tests were um <laughs> yeah that's how that's how that's how um and i heard it and i had i had to sit at the very front and so i slowly turned around to see no, what the hell at, i don't think you sat at the front i think you sat next to me were no, see, I sat next to you, but when we took the test, I had to sit at the front. Oh, uh, yeah. Because we had to be, have, like, every other row or something. shit. We made eye contact, I remember. Yeah, we made eye contact, and you pointed at Mackenzie, and then I looked at her, and she was bright red, and that's when I fucking... Just, like, staring at her paper like... That's when I burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Hey, I farted in Mr. Murphy's class, and I actually shit my pants when I did. <laughs> i will I, as much i just throw out a government name um you know probably inciting some sort of violence my way sooner or later but um to to level that out um, yeah we'll to, go tit for tat with that yeah tit for tat to make me just to, to bring some piety back to me in the lord's way um i uh shit my pants i think i when did we have mr murphy freshman year i shit my pants freshman year I remember I, I, it was like one of those like stomach things where I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom right now or I'll shit myself. And, um, I was like sweating in the back row, like just per- perspiring. And then Again, my hand was what a weird forever. situation to be in American school system where you feel pressured to, I have to use the bathroom. I can't just go like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like at work now, even at yeah. work. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm about to shit myself. Let yeah. me just get up and go. Do you know what? Uh, I still obviously I can't just go to the bathroom whenever I want. I have to like open up the 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 neighbor door, um, and peek my head in and see whatever teacher is in there and go hi. Do you mind watching my class? And then I sprint out of my room <laughs> to go take a shit. Um, and it happens at least once a week where I am like I it's it's happening and she the, the <laughs> teacher next to me definitely knows like i have his stomach issues but yeah i remember jackson i was puts jackson just puts this up <laughs> between the door he's like no, hey i'm not joking it's i open it she has a terrible class when I, I usually plan it so i'm always going to take a shit during my a block it's a waterfall schedule if you guys didn't know <laughs> it's always rotating so it but i always like to take it because that's my easy class like they're my kids are nice however neighbor teacher open up the door chaos and I, <laughs> do you you have a you have a faculty bathroom yeah a staff bathroom we don't have to take a shit next to the 13 year old sticky yes in, in like the short toilet mm. <laughs> so your knees are up at your chest yeah you gotta squat that's actually be a real community environment if you're short the short toilet actually is actually more healthy for your uh, your colon to, to let the shit slide out of it. Oh, the yeah, squatty dude, potty. Yes, Ben, no, about those. You can vape in the bathroom right next to the 13-year-olds. No, no, no. And That's why we have the it. faculty bathroom. There's, there's no vape detectors in the faculty bathroom. <laughs> um, I So, fresh, let's tangent on tangent. Freshman year, um, yeah, raise my hand, sweating bullets in the back. And Murphy is like in this long monologue about, I don't know, texting former students. Um, And (laughs) allegedly, allegedly. And I uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, and I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then uh, he's like, yeah. And I stand and wait. Everyone hears it. 
I don't know if you guys were in that class, but I, I know Neil class. was. I know Neil I was, was in there. Me, you, and Neil sat in the back corner. Yeah. I I don't know if you, I, but obviously I remember this because it was my uh, horrendous butthole. experience. I can butthole. only imagine being Mr. Murphy. Probably the whole class, all you heard of that back right corner was. <laughs> <laughs> No, Just, it was everyone heard it. And then I I remember I'm talking about every day during oh, classes. Yeah. There'd just be giggling. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like walking and I like ripped ass and I like literally froze like oh and then I just continued to slowly like walk. And I remember I to this day, I think it's it's a repressed memory after the ripping of the ass and walking through the classroom. And I remember I can't I said something to Murphy being like not even like a sorry for farting, just like trying to like lighten the mood after I ripped ass because it was so quiet in there. And then I spent the rest of the block in the bathroom. Like <laughs> I and I remember like the bell rang and I'm like, I'm going to give another 10 minutes and then I'll go to Mr. Murphy's class and get my backpack and walk to the next class and everything. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It's a tough Good moment. Grief. Hmm. I definitely just had like awful farts all of high school. Yeah, you we all did. Here's <clears> something <throat> that blew my mind was my first year teaching, kids were just ripping ass, just like out loud. <laughs> and like, did you hear that? Like, that was a good one, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? That would have no, been game we definitely changer, did dude. the same thing. <laughs> no, I would we... never rip ass. Like, I'm like, I'm talking about like the teacher is like I'm up there being like, you know, and then um uh, the Roe Mongolians. V. No, Roe v. Wade. Uh, and now, uh, it, you know, it's legal. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and, the kid, and, the, me? and then a kid would be like, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Oh boy. <laughs> That's what baffled me was like, Atta not only boy. was it like, like kids, kids were like farting, but then like not saying anything. No, kids in my first school were ripping ass and being like, I did that. Yeah. That's just <laughs> good old fashioned that, fart dude. jokes. Just good old yeah. fashioned farts. That's no, but like, you do yeah. that when you assassinate the, a, a world leader and yeah. you're like, I did that. Yeah. That yeah. was the us, kid, dude. The, the kids are ripping ass in class and then jumping on top of the desk and going sick, Semper Tyrannus and then running out of the classroom. <laughs> <clears throat> that would have been funny to do. And I remember it's a very like, niche joke, but yeah, for all my history people out there, Dickie got it. Um, I uh, I remember one day like a kid ripped ass and I was like, do you are you embarrassed by that at all? And he's just like, why would I be? And I go, I don't know. Maybe there's like a girl that like has a crush on you in this class or like you do you the other way to her. And like you just ripped ass. And I was like, girls, is that gross? And the girls are like, "Nah, we're OK with it. And I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I remember being like, this is ass ass backwards right now. Bass Ackwards. Oh, boy. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, Dickie, you watch Kenobi? That show has me so angry. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Why? They've done my man, Obi-Wan, so dirty. So dirty. It's... He... This is... Jackson, I knew exactly go watch the was. first three movies and then tell me that this is the same guy. He is doing it. This is a thing. There's, it's a trope that Star Wars has been doing. They've done it in, in cartoons. They've done it in the 
not so great sequels. They've done it in video games. Obi-Wan is cutting himself off from the force. So yes, he's not going to be a hundred percent because every, he's all these still Jedi using going the force. Hiding. It's not even about the force. Yes, it is. It's all about the force, but go on. Even when they know he's there, like this last episode was the first time. Maybe he's snapping out of it a little bit because mm-hmm. he took down a couple of the stormtroopers. But for Pete's sake, the Grand Inquisitor was like coming after him, and that and the third sister, whatever the fuck her name is, and he's like sitting there like shaking with the lightsaber. It's like, dude, I watch you drop it on General Grievous and go, "Hello there," and then but fucking that, fight a million droids and General Grievous. That was ten years ago. When the last time he probably ignited his lightsaber was ten years ago, and yes, he had completely he had completely turned shut himself off from the force to go into hiding and the traumatic uh the trauma the, the the trauma that he went through after what he believes having killed his best friend his brother his padawan anakin that obviously that trauma was like enough for him where he was like Fuck. you're just telling me he's weak that's all you're telling me i'm not saying that he's apparently weak. obi-wan's he's weak. weak he's weak in that state but this is per- like the, the storytelling. This is perfectly how I wanted Kenobi to be this series. And they may do a second. Uh, they may do a second season is his last last gasp of being like what he was in the prequels, because look at Alec uh, uh, Guinness in in A New Hope. He was like farting around. He's the wise old teacher. No, 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 no. Initially, Luke goes, oh, Ben Kenobi. Oh, yeah, he's like a crazy old wizard out living in the desert. That's what he's perceived to be. That is the man he makes himself during oh, the that's series. That's what they tell Luke. So Luke doesn't become a Jedi. That's what it's doing in this in this series. Fucking Luke's protector, whatever that guy's name. What's that guy's fucking name? Owen. Um, Owen. Yeah. He knows fucking Obi-Wan's Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but so does everyone else. Hooey. You you don't you don't get I understand literature. what you're saying. I think it's stupid. It you know what? Yeah, there were some episodes where I'm like, this is I can I'm I'm holding on to episodes. Episode one was awesome. Like I don't know what you think. Episode the, one was good. Episode two, uh, episode two and three, episode four was or episode three was tits. Episode four was awesome episode two was a little mm, but i could see they're going somewhere with this like it's this is like it's coming back around i think episode two is where i i almost turned it off and i was like Mm. this is episode two wasn't good however you know what they're you know what this series is this is old man in the sea this is like a, a an old guy who's past his prime who is living a mundane life and is hat and is needed to be thrown into uh, 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 like outrageous circumstances to like protect his family and, and, you know, his livelihood and whatnot, what they're doing with Obi with Kenobi right now is old man in the sea. And look how great Ernest Hemingway made off with that. It's Ernest Hemingway, right? Old man in the sea. It is. Correct? In fact. Yeah, damn right. So I have to go back and watch, um, a new hope. Mm. 
Because as I recall, Leia like has no idea who Ben Kenobi is. No, she knows remember. who he is. Remember yeah. the whole like Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, what the hell am I saying? Yeah, help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I apologize to everybody. That and, was a brain fart. Yeah, it's like it's so she's like young, and I believe it's like they're going to make it like she's done. Like I think. These next, there's only six episodes in the whole series. I think the next two, Leia's not going to be in them unless it's like at the very beginning of this next one. And it's like hit her, hit, but Kenobi giving Leia back to Bail Organa and being like, oh, and she's like too young to like, rem- like remember him. She's like 10 at this point. In, in the, yeah, they got to wrap series. this shit up. Like if they don't, if they don't wrap this shit up this, this season, there's, there's going to have to be a second. There's, like, how does he get back to the sand and nobody notices? How does he get back to Tatooine? Yeah. He and nobody back. like notices that he's well, like, what do you mean that he's coming back? No, no, no. People know that Ben Kenobi's out there, but there's like this mystique. I believe that they're probably going to wrap it up where there's going to be some sort of planet in between where him and Darth Vader have this one last fight. I Mustafar. believe this, the series back is to Mustafar. I don't think they're going to go back. No, I think him and Vader are going to have one last fight and then Kenobi's going to sneak away back to Tatooine, back to his cave. And they'll probably end the series with him, like finding a place to like have his house. Cause he does have a house in a new hope, like with where he like brings Luke and shows Luke, his dad's lightsaber and whatnot. But um, I think that's where this, this six episodes is going to end. But um, there needs to be like one big fight. There needs to be like a big wrap into the whole like universe that they're creating with these TV series and everything. So what I'm, I thought Kenobi has been great. It's been what I've expected. And I expected it to be a weak Obi-Wan, like somewhat reconnecting with the force. They were going to, you know, what would blow my absolute balls off, Richard. What would blow your absolute balls off, Jackson? A Liam Neeson, Qui-Gon cameo. Oh yeah. Cause For he sure, hasn't, actually. he, cause they've been setting that up like of him at the, either the beginning or end of episodes being like, Oh, Qui-Gon, like Qui-Gon, can you hear me? What would blow my balls off is if Liam Neeson in, I saw that Duncan in ghost form, like pops up and you're when I'm like, Holy ding dongs. Holy ding dongs. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you watched the boys, Richard? No, uh, I don't think you would like it, but I've already talked to, Dun- to Duncan about it. I think Duncan would like it. Star Wars. Damn right. Probably going to watch one of them tonight. I don't know which one. I have um, a hankering to play some video games with you, and I will. Oh, oh, oh. listen to this guy, Duncan. (laughs) Charging the headset. I got nothing to do. My school year is over. Jackson took a two-mile walk today and was like, you know what? I've really changed. Yeah, I was very introspective on that walk around Sturrow Drive. This guy. I'm, I'm I've in. been inviting you for fucking weeks. I know. I'm sorry. Wait, were you at a lacrosse game yesterday? Yes. Okay. Because your Xbox confused. turned on and we invited you, and then you texted was... us back. Like, it's 3-2 against Silver Lake. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was Sarah. <laughs> probably watching tv um yeah i uh yeah lacrosse is coming to a close it's a tournament um 
We play Situate either tomorrow. Oh, good night. Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Well, I just got a scouting report. Um, the scouting report. I guess they're good. Very good. And they, <laughs> they talk a lot. Hold on. Here, here's this. How about this for size? Well, the, the, let me finish. The scouting report ended with they talk a lot of shit, even the coaches. So I'm like, all right, I got it. We got to prepare for that. Playing Silver Lake yesterday. Um, they're from the South Shore, like Kingston. Yeah, I, I, know, I know where Silver Lake is. And, um, absolute power trip by the refs like there's a ref lot of show. ref show huh absolute ref show um there's a lot of coaches on the sideline um for for my team like we got the head coach we have the assistant coach it's two jv coaches that the jv season's over it's me and and this other kid and there's like another coach that like comes like half the time why do you need so many coaches for lacrosse i don't know but we're good so i mean um and the game's getting like chippy and they're not calling anything. And then finally, like the fourth quarter starts. I'm like, I guess like the ref just had enough. And he calls, uh, well, to my player and a Silver Lake player, they're like they get into it. There's like a cheap shot by the Silver Lake player. And then my player stands back up and like shoves. And the Silver Lake kid like throws a punch. And then my kid throws a punch. And the both of them get, whoa, both of them get thrown out. They lock a box and they got helmets on and gloves. And, um, they get thrown out. And from there on out, like the ref, they were calling everything like moving picks. He's got to tighten it up. He doesn't want any more fights. He's got to tighten move, that shit up. Moving picks. Um, he calls a kid because he was fish hooking his mouth guard. Like the mouth guard wasn't fully in. And he goes, get out of the game and gives my team a penalty like for it. Like, oh, that's 30 seconds interference locked in. And my, my head coach is like losing his mind from the sideline. One of my players, we score a goal. And it was like against this kid, number 17 for Silver Lake. And one of my players from the sideline goes, yeah, nice try 17. Oh, interference, no face off. You know, uh, Silver Lake gets, gets the ball because of the kid who's called out a number and like is chirping another kid. Listen, I, Mr. DeFranco got me for that. I know a lot. I, yeah, a I know a lot. He was, I know I, I was can't call number one. Can't use can't, numbers. You can't single people out. You can't say numbers. And I said that back in 2013, you can't do it now for sure. Let me tell you what. And so, and my head coach, he's an older guy, loses his mind. He's like, he's like to that kid. He goes, sit on the bench. They're all standing on the the sideline. I think you sit on the bench. The kid sits on the bench. Oh, nice. And so his ass. Yeah. They score. And he's like looking at the kid being like, that's your fault. They keep playing. Mike, (laughs) the kid's sitting there like. Well, okay. I was over on the bench. Yeah, well, I was over on the bench. As you can tell, I was over <laughs> on the bench. Uh, and uh, the, the my players coming down, slashed twice hard. Like it, like the kid, like my kid almost falls. Two, two checks, right? One on the exposed arm, like not even in the hands, and one like straight in the dick. And I look, I look over at my sideline, like to my kid, like my players, and I go, that was two slashes. And they blow the whistle and they go, this guy chirping, talking you? to the ref. Yeah, they call me. I looked, I went like this. So right behind me, the, the closet is my players. And I go, you with your, your, your Patagonia hat on with a yeah. polo and a tucked in shirt to khakis. I would, I'd never tuck in a polo, dude. But I, Whoa. so, so I turn and I go, wow, well, those two hard slashes, huh? And then he goes, Boo! He goes, this guy, he just points at me and goes, this guy, turn the ball over. And my, my coach looks at me and I go, yeah, I'll sit on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> the 
match for like a couple plays and i'm sitting next to the kid and i'm like what's up dude <laughs> but it, afterwards like he it was absolute ref show like the refs booked it out of, we won but the refs booked it out of there like did not shake anyone's hands did not say like good game coach it just like left because it was like absolute both they were calling shit on both teams like the mouth guard thing which is like is if the, if you are chewing on something um like you're good even if you're fish hooking the mouth guard like you shouldn't be called for that they they called a penalty on a kid because he was playing with a bent stick like they were like, you got to everybody get the knows field. the stick breaks. You got to drop it immediately. All right. Yeah. That's, but that's this a wasn't rule. even a, bro- a This wasn't even Don't a broken correct stick. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right. This wasn't even a broken stick. It was a can't bent be playing one. with dead wood, bud. And yeah, can't be doing that. They had the ball. His stick was bent. He didn't even he wasn't even holding the ball with the bent stick. He was just had it out. And they go uh, and they go give it a reading because you're playing with a broken stick. You got to just <laughs> drop it. You just, stick bends, drop it. Yeah. That's why they that, I don't they think he realized it. They got to examine every, everyone's stick before the game to make sure there's no left hooks. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's actually a, it's a priest comes in and actually uh, <laughs> gives a, uh, a full physical on every player. <laughs> no, that's that's Revere. No. <coughs> yeah. Um, it was a man. Absolute Give me a favor and uh, was... bend over and cough. Yeah. <laughs> it was an absolute ref show in Reading yesterday and I got caught in the mosh and now you're taking it out on your podcast yeah i got a call i got a calling last night at 10 o'clock from my coach hey you know you didn't need to sit on the bench and i'm like i know coach but i'm like i would have i was like to be honest i would have kept chirping the guy like after that like i would have gotten you us more penalties because of it you should next time that happens if you guys are down by a lot take the tarp off throw it on the ground take the i'll take the tarp off <laughs> just fucking rip the shirt I, off. I'm just I'm belly bumping the ref like a like an umpire. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, kick, I'm kicking get, I'm kicking black black right turf beads onto his start shoes. yelling. I'm kicking black turf beads onto his shoes. Like, yeah, get go out. full crazy MLB yeah. manager. Go yeah. tip the net over. Just <laughs> go run run for to one end of the field. Tip the net over. I'm run throwing, to the other end. Tip the other one over. I'm throwing all the players uh like like lacrosse bags onto the field, <laughs> like all their, all their like extra equipment, their pennies and their water. One bottles. by one, the bag of warm up balls is going yeah. on the field. Dude. <laughs> the buck, the bucket of balls is out. <laughs> Just in different directions. Yeah. Oh God. Those are, I, and to be honest, like that, so that happened, uh, like what, five, a couple days ago was game three of the Celtics. Absolute ref show there. Too. Oh, we're not talking about Green. that. I don't want to talk. About I know that. We, we won't, we won't get in because we're already going over, but like all I've been seeing on my Twitter account is the, is absolute ump show Twitter account. And it's just been videos of umps, like just losing their shit and like throwing people out of games and like just bad umpire. I'm all in on like defund the referees in this country. Big time. The baseball has been brutal recently. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen Everyone, a lot of like just the strike zones just don't exist anymore. Like they're it's just whatever complete, they want to be. Complete nonsense. Like there was a curveball middle middle the other day and the ump was like ball. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah. It, the, the announcers like were like, hey, whoa, hey. <laughs> you can always tell whenever. Also, I don't know if we followed this, but. There's a deep drive into left field by Castellanos. Yeah. 
he has he now has like a curse where every time he's up and they're talking about something, he hits a bomb to left field. Oh yeah. I I'm gonna see if I can pull up the entire a curse or blessing. I think it's it's arguably a blessing, but um I found like a video of it it's last very night. Funny. It's it's like um do you guys ever see the one about Aaron Ramsey, the soccer player? Every time he scored a goal within 24 hours, a famous person died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it got to a point where he like would score a goal and Twitter would just be like, hide your kids, oh, hide your wife. Aaron Ramsey's coming for that ass. Oh, God. That's not good. Oh, it's so funny, though. Yeah, the Castellano is just a guy. Uh, my Twitter has been very full of, of MLB news because I think it's the only other thing. Like, I've blocked all of NHL. Yeah, it's the only other thing happening right now. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy. Nick yeah, Castellanos this... hit another home run at the wrong time. If you don't know by now, Nick has hit many home runs while the commentators are talking about something sad. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. <laughs> he did the thing. Back toward the Padres dugout, even though there was only one out. He was met by manager Jace Tingler and a trainer and took himself out of the game. And there's a deep drive in the left field by Castellanos, and that will be a home run. Well, that's a great life. 96 years. And Pat, just like his dad, went to KU. He also went to Bishop Ward High School. There's a drive into deep left center field, and there's never a great time to eulogize someone during the broadcast. Oh, on God. Memorial Day, he did it again. Honoring uh, those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. Castellanos rips one to deep left field. <laughs> it is gone! I, I just imagine what he thinks right after he hits it. Oh, oh God. We don't no, need the reenactment, buddy. Yeah, I let's end it there. Right. Um, that last one, I don't think was like bad. Like if anything, I think the vets would have wanted like, you know, a big, like a yeah. big thing. And then someone to, I mean, Hey, everybody from the Delco area would have been pumped that the Phil's hit a fucking home run yeah. during the, the, whatever the Memorial day speech, you yeah. know, and then they all throw batteries at the, at the yump or something. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Too funny. Um, also, I... so if, um, you recall correctly, um, the reason that uh, Tom Brenneman was originally apologizing the moment that made it famous was because he called Cincinnati the F-word capital of the world. And so I got intel recently that somebody like asked him like what context there was. And this man does not remember why he said that. He has no clue like what the context oh, was. What... Yeah, you suppressed that memory real fast. Just shoved it right down there. And now he's down in like Puerto Rico announcing games and calling people maricons. Oh, boy. Wait, really? Uh, he's in Puerto Rico, I think. It's brutal. One, uh, uh, one of the last things that we can wrap up with. I've, uh, I've the, There's been a mystery in my room the past like couple of weeks of someone on the whiteboard just writing MMG all over it i'll erase it and be like i don't know what that is and then i'm like hey to my class i'm like who's writing mmg on the board after like two weeks of it happening and they're like oh it's none of us and i go what is it what is mmg and like some of my kids are like i don't like truly like 
honestly, I don't know. But then some of them are kind of like quiet, even though they, they're not usually quiet. I'm like, and now I got to look it up. MMG stands for Mama Guevo. Isn't it also the like Rick Ross's label? I don't know about that. They're de- it's a bunch. It's so I found out it is the ESL class that t- takes over my room for a block. So it's a bunch of Spanish speaking yeah, kids dude. just writing motherfucker all over my board. Um, Hell yeah, dude. So uh, I'm going to let them keep doing it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, what is Tom Brenneman up to? When we get days? on Xbox, Jackson, if you're going to play with us, yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you, we can tell you about what uh, what some of our teammates were writing on the walls. Oh, yeah, dude. These lunatics. Teammates? What do you mean? In Siege? On, in Siege, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were just, instead of reinforcing things, they were just like like fisting with the barrel of the butt of their gun. They were just fisting out words into the wall. Oh, I was like, what are you guys doing? Not good ones either. Me and no, Hawken had to go really around and good ones. I had to go around with the impact grenades and fucking just boom them. Get them off of there. Cleanse. Yeah, just take some X. In my case, take some Expo uh, cleaner and, and just get rid of all those bad words. On the, uh, I, on the I, I like had left the room that we were defending, and Duncan, when I hear Duncan just goes, Whoa! <laughs> so, <laughs> I come back in and I went, Whoa! Jesus, Jesus, crow. Yeah, seriously. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to call it boys. Uh, Richard, thanks for being on. Yeah, sure. he, he announces for the Roberto Clemente League in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Rough. I can't believe that guy's got his own league. Is it just him? <laughs> it's just everyone faces him. Oh, do you he's not like, know uh, who Roberto Clemente QB, is? I do. Isn't he an old Puerto Rican player? He's dead now, right? <laughs> he's like an old Puerto Rican guy. You're gonna throw Ben's gonna throw hands. Sorry, Ben. Ben Ben's like top athletes of all time are what? Roberto Clemente, Jeff Green, and fucking Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. <laughs> Uh, to explain to someone like every once in a while, I'll run across somebody who knows a a thing or two about basketball and specifically the Celtics and to explain to them, one of my very good friends obsession with Jeff green, with Jeff green. (laughs) I texted him the other day, uh, because I had a kid wearing a Jeff green Jersey in my class and I go, Hey man, Hideki Matsui, Matsuyama's the golfer. I was was, was like, Matsui. Yeah. Also, Ichiro. I feel I Ben was a big Ichiro guy as well. Ben was a big Ichiro guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think his biggest deception, uh, obsession besides Jeff Green was Kevin Garnett, just for the trash talking alone. Yeah. Kobe. Kobe. Hey, your wife's pussy tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. He got yelled at in Miss Riders, Mrs. Riders class. Because he watched Kobe score 81 points like four days in a row. <laughs> Bless that man. Oh, uh, to, to wrap it up, did you guys get my the uh, wedding invites? Are they, have they hit you guys yet? I haven't checked my mail, to be honest. Okay. Blessed, Richard. Thank you. Um, apparently, I wasn't supposed to take this off. Yeah, you were. Oh, I. Oh, well, it was wrapped around this like this. Yeah. You could have slid it off, but it's fine. No, it was pretty tight. It was pretty. Uh... Hey, hey, I've heard that before. You're welcome. I did Whoa. those. <laughs> um, so it's a pretty thick 
it's a pretty thick stock you got I here. I know it's a nice so card I stock. I thought it was a card, like a, a like an open it up kind of deal. It. So I like peeled this bullshit off. Was like get that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> And then I probably spent like three minutes like <laughs> doing one of these until I was like, fuck that wedding. I'm not going. Did you? Just kidding. I think I'll be there. <laughs> but yeah. I was. Oh, yeah. He continues to, to he continues to, to think he'll be at the wedding. Still not sure. We're 89 not... days out. Uh, did, did you get the, the other little other little thing is in there? That's important. Oh, the yeah. kindly reply. Yes. This the the QR code. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's I'm looking like... at it. It's in my junk pile. Of... <laughs> no, that is probably the more important part of the set. Oh, that's that's where you tell me if you want chicken or fish. I cannot wait. The options are chicken and fish or a vegetarian option. Good grief. We, is it we... the yeah. best thing? Brendan Kelly's wedding the past October. Fucking just a huge tray of chicken fingers. Oh well, I mean, we're gonna Dude, be there for a couple you, days. The he had an open bar reception. I was fucking drunk. Just walked by, chicken fingers. We are gonna have some good hors d'oeuvres. We have an open bar. What are the hors d'oeuvres? They're a little bit no, more like upscale. Just tell me. They're like upscale. I don't. We got egg rolls. We got. Uh, is there going to be duck sauce no. involved? Pot stickers, I think, is a is a definite one. There's gonna be there's gonna be some stuff. No, th- we sorry, Richard. We 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 aren't serving uh, McChickens and and potato wedges. <laughs> <laughs> Can you though? Yeah, it would be a hit. Let me tell you. <laughs> they got Uber Eats up there. They got Let's Uber just Eats do up a, there. A McDonald's sponsored wedding. Yeah. Yeah, Ronald comes out and 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 uh, is the ordained minister. Oh, yeah, I can't gives, wait gives until Jackson. HJ, Jackson's dude. like, instead of food for you guys, we hired these two stormtroopers to come take <laughs> pictures with me. Wait, yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, dude, that was I didn't just make that what? up. I'm specifically asking Jackson. Good, I'm pretty sure you up. and I have talked about this, but the people who did not offer any sort of beverage or food at their wedding because they spent the money. To get Mickey and Minnie at their wedding for thirty minutes, twice they had two. They had two separate, um, like meet and greets. One was a private lunch that the groom and bride had with the uh, photographer. The not Mickey and Minnie, the people inside of the costumes, <laughs> <laughs> and then like their 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 dj or some shit and then everybody else they were like there's a vending machine and various food locations around the venue <laughs> i think i'm gonna be sick um grandma was, <laughs> grandma was in the back popping open a bag of fucking flaming hot funions yeah yeah she's she's eating ritz peanut butter crackers jackson's just gonna get the band oasis to do a walkthrough dude yeah i'm do you oh my god if tell me now that if i if instead of eating and drinking at my wedding i reunited oasis i had the two brothers come back together you wouldn't have a good time (laughs) tell me now i was i was thinking i was like what is the one thing we could convince jackson on like throwing away all food and beverage for and the answer was oasis or just uh, hey Marcus Smart comes. 
They <laughs> 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 go make the trip to Plymouth. Dude, Robert Williams is just like yeah. Robert up, Williams dude. dunks the shit out of me as I get married. If as I say, I do. Told, if you told he us that was the happening, shit out of me. If you told us that was happening and just said BYOB, the fellas, and you know who <laughs> I'm talking fellas. about, would just roll up with 30s to yeah. your wedding, wait yeah. till it's over, and then that would be. <laughs> it would be a hit. You'd have no complaints at us. No, God, no. I hope not. <laughs> no. If you I got, think my if you... side of the family would be all on board. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, if you got like the starting five to roll through, dude, yeah, you're like I'll toss you like five. Oh, grand listen, the starting five is a little much. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> maybe some bench play. Like we may be getting Malik Fitz coming through, and that would that's Nick what you got to deal with. If Nick Stauska showed up, like a, <laughs> half the people would be like, "Oh, did you play lacrosse with Jackson?" Yeah, dude, Joe Johnson comes rolling through. Yeah, I saw Joe. I saw... We get, I get Romeo Langford, and they're like, "Wait get... a minute, you're not on the Celtics anymore." And they're like, "Yeah, I got out the Spurs. I got to make money somehow." If I saw Joe rolled up, Ben, Ben drunk would just be going. Ben would lose I saw mind. Joe. Ben would lose his mind if I saw Joe rolled up to my wedding. Here's, here's, all right. Final question for this episode: um, If you had, if you could trade. Um, all of the food and drink at your wedding for Deuce Tatum being there for the whole time. Are you taking that trade? Just Deuce? Yeah, just Deuce. Because so can, the, so can, can Jason's, Jason Jason's mom rolls, be there? Can Jason Jason's mom be there? Jason rolls by and just drops off his four-year-old with Jack. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> Running around causing chaos, dude. So Rent no food, kid. no food, no drink. But we get a uh, a. Jason we Tatum all in a black circle. Escalade dropping Deuce off for the <laughs> we day. We all yeah. circle around. We all circle our chairs around and just put Deuce Tatum in the middle and we just look at him. <laughs> like <it's> the- <laughs> he just does like a little dance and like just does his thing. <laughs> he takes a nap halfway through. <laughs> I'm I'm down. In. Okay. Richard, what are you drinking? Ah, classy. <laughs> Classy. What All right. Do? This has been the Trolling Stone Podcast. I have two cups that aren't teacups. This one in a Guinness beer glass. This is the Trolling Stone Podcast. Guinness, Guinness beer glass is dirty. Keep it sleazy and I'm out. It is. I had milk earlier. Hey, baloney. Hey, baloney. Quit and there's a deep drive in the left field. Only facts, I will shoot up. Baby duck if it quacks with a ruga. Top billing, come cops and billing it. Shots is block shipped out and bought, and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killer Mike killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villainy. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning, looting, and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all their children. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free. I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son. Now run. Get it the gut away. Live to shoot another day.